thanks everybody. This is a different version of the short thing tonight on Sunday, February 23rd. Little uh, computer issues, I would say, with uh, Talk Radio 1190. As there is a program, I guess, miscommunication program already loaded in for us. Uh, so uh, we'll still give, uh, do a little show. Uh, Ryan, I feel bad since you drove all the way from Princeton. <laughs> uh, mainly, I, I do feel very bad about that. Uh, but uh, I don't know what else uh, I could. I didn't. I didn't realize it until I got here. Yeah, yeah. No, it it's out. yeah. No, hundred uh, percent error on somebody else, not us. For the for the first part or for the first time, it's not the short thing difference here. It's just. Uh, well, I, this is. You could say this is the short thing difference. I guess. Yeah. Something being already loaded being in. loaded in our spot to where we should be shout out to iHeartRadio radio and their board ops oh, okay let's not take <laughs> shots here okay um while while there was um uh uh while the scheduling said we were still on the air uh so the computer said different the computer the email said different and then whoever loaded it up also had uh had difference there so we'll do a little i don't know probably half hour uh half hour recording here just to get a little something out there um so yeah that is going to be what's happening there we'll hopefully be on the air next sunday night yeah uh, <laughs> um maybe i'll you know what maybe in the morning i'll get up here and just give a little test run and give you a little heads up so yeah you have to drive hey something's in the system again don't drive down here there you go that's not yeah uh, we might have to do that <laughs> that might only be a one-week thing or maybe we just should Give Ty a call and just be like, "Hey, Ty, oh, go yeah. give us a check." But okay, yeah, yeah, we could give him the log. I don't think his login still works, oh, okay. but I could give him the one that uh, that I use. That's not even no, his still works because I still use Ben Martin's login. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I never was granted. I never was given a login to run the board. So that's where we're. Uh, that's where we're at there. So all right, we'll probably talk a little uh, NFL. NFL coming out with some changes. I thought we could discuss. Talk a little Rangers. Uh, as pre or as spring training started, um, and the Astros, I mean, look, they steal everything now. Literally everything. Literally everything. And then, uh, if you want to, whatever, quick hits at the end, I guess. If you want to talk about, but I guess we'll start. How was their week? Was it good? good yeah, week? yeah, good week. Uh, nothing crazy. Rogue off day on Friday. Yeah, that was. Uh yeah, just some some baseball stuff. Went to go take care of. Uh, you know, we're getting ready to pipe up the season there, so. Uh, just kind of had to go square away some things there, but uh, yeah, for the most part, pretty pretty mellow week. How about yourself? Oh, uh, good. It was my dad's birthday on Friday. Saw that. Yeah, I saw the stripe show going on at Top Golf. Uh, yeah, it was yeah yeah hitting it pretty good. Uh, so belated happy birthday. So we went out to dinner at this place called Roy's. It's this like kind of Asian restaurant, uh, right in front of Saltgrass on the Tollway. Okay. By Parker, and he sent me the reservation on like Wednesday or whatever, saying hey seven o'clock. And you know me, I'm a very punctual guy. Mm-hmm. Never really late. Top golf, I was like, all right, see you at seven. I don't know what happened <laughs> because, <laughs> because, oh, I go down and I was tired. So then I was like, I think I was watching the golf. It was like 5.30. I was like, all right, I'm going to lay down. Oh, and my roommate texted me saying, hey, we're going bowling tonight at 9.30. If you want to come or 9.45. I was like, perfect. In my head, I'm like, the reservation's at 7.30 to go to dinner. Oh. And I got plenty of time to go bowling. So I was like, all right, I'll lay down, take a nap to like 6.45, get ready, 7.30. I was like, all right, roll up, show up to the restaurant, 7.20, 10 minutes early for a 7.30 reservation. Right. 
see my i was like oh is the shore party i even asked the host i'm like is the shore and then i saw him i was like oh there they are and they were like where have you been <laughs> oh tough and i was like no text message though no text no text they were i would i'll get to that in a second i was like i was like i'm uh i was like what do you got you got this look on your face <laughs> like uh something's wrong and they're like it was seven o'clock and i was like uh it was wasn't it i pulled out my phone like seven o'clock yeah they're like I'm like, I don't know why I thought it was 730. <laughs> and they're like, well, at least you're early for 730. So. And they know up. I wasn't going to right. do that. But that was, hey, you know what? And then I left his card in my apartment, too, or whatever. Oh. Which is par for the course. Yeah. I mean. That uh, they probably expected, oh, whether you're sure. there at 645 or 720. <laughs> yeah, the card's getting <laughs> the left, the card's yeah. getting the left card's behind. The card's getting left behind. But, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a nice, uh, that was a good thing there. All right. So the NFL thing, what do you mean? The CBA talks are going on. Uh, let me tell you what, I don't think I've ever seen reporters shill for owners before in my life. Like I've seen Schefter, yeah. Florio, and Rappaport put on the full court press for the owners here with thinking, oh, this is a good deal. I don't think it's a great deal for the players. What's proposed, they, yeah, they get revenue up to 48%, then 48.5%, which can open up like a billion dollars to them, which it sounds good, but when it's like a – Ten billion dollar company is ten percent really that much. Like right. no one's coming, no one's coming to the games to watch Jerry Jones. That's for sure. They're coming to watch the players. So you got that. Um, and there's a whole bunch. I do think there are some good things though, like practice squad players up from ten to twelve to fourteen, yeah. raising those salaries up, giving improving the health benefits. That's a good thing. The pension programs. They're also raising the minimum salary uh, up a percentage. So I think that is. I like. I think that is good. There are some good things in there. But the two big things. Is a 17 game schedule, which I'm out on. Uh, I know they'll take away a preseason game and then make it a 17 game schedule. First of all, if you're making the top five percent in the league, you're not doing that because they're going to cut your. They're you're going to take a pay cut because they're still working off the 16 game contract that you signed. So no way they're signing that, or they're agreeing to that. JJ Water, he said he's off on that deal. And then the other one is the adding another team in the playoffs. Uh, Fine, I guess. We'll get to that one in a second. But what do you think about the 17-game schedule? I'm in on the 17-game schedule as long as they s- start working off a new uh, kind of what you mentioned about. You know, they're working off a 16-week contract. They need to, they need to uh, amend that immediately. All contracts go to a 17-game, so you're adding another paycheck. Um, and you need to add if they're going 17 games, we're going 19 weeks and making two bye weeks. And uh, I th- I think I like I heard um, uh, a scenario that I that I liked I, I don't want to take credit for it it was actually Big Cat he said you have your original bye week everyone has their bye week your rotating bye week and then at some point in the season you have he said Christmas I I you know it doesn't have to be Christmas but sometime you just have a league wide bye week where everyone is off that yeah. week you reset and finish out like the last six weeks of the season you know whatever it may be six or seven weeks which I like that you know you get say you get your bye week week eight. And then, you know, play a couple games and then you get another bye week, week 12. And then you finish out the last six games of your season ready for a playoff push. I think that's, that's you know, a great, uh, great setup there. But they, it has to be able to go to, uh, you know, change contracts to work off a 17-week or 17-game uh, system to where you're adding that extra paycheck or else that has zero shot to, uh, to happen. And the owners, I don't think, are even making any more revenue in this with the 17 games. Um, because like they're still getting maybe at the ticket office because it's 
they're just taking away a preseason game. It'd be three preseason games. Um, but no, the whole I've yeah I heard that scenario. But I've heard for a while, and the ending of his scenario was they're gonna. Uh, the league wants to get to like President's Day for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they could have the Monday off. And right. Florio and these guys have been talking about that for a couple of years now. Like this, the goal is to go into President's Day. So you just have that already kind of holiday uh, off people. Well, some people have it off, but like you can have that day off. I just don't under, like what's the need for a 17th game? Like the more football stuff, guess what? The part of the NFL that is so good is just like. The scarcity of the product. Right. Like, there's 16 games. It's the scarcity of it. You got four preseason games and 16. Like, people are already saying the NFL is there's too much. It's too saturated. Like, it's getting watered down. That's why some of the ratings are down. And, obviously, the cord cutting is a reason, too. But, like, there's too much football on for the casual fans to, to watch. And if you add another regular season week, I just I feel like there's a point where there's just too much of it on that you're just like, all right, I mean, I'll still watch. I'm not talking about me or, or you. Like, I'm just saying the normal the people. General fan, the yeah. general fan. The general fan, it's just too much. It comes to a point where it's too much that's on. And why, why if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, there are things you could fix. I'd be, like, the seventh, the seventh team in the playoffs, I'm, eh. I'm out on that. I don't, I don't, I like the scarcity of making the, like, it's hard to make the playoffs. If they do one or the other, I would rather lean for the seventh team making the playoffs than the seventeen game schedule. Yeah, see, I'm I actually the end the opposite. So I think the way you feel about the seventh team, um, I'm out on that. But that's the way you feel about the seventh team is the way I feel about the seventeen weeks. If they add it, all right, cool. I'm still gonna watch. I'm still gonna see it. But if they don't, I'm not gonna be heartbroken. Now the seventh team in the playoffs and only the top one seeds from each conference get a bye. Um, and you know you have six games wild card weekend. It's adding having fourteen out of what thirty teams or thirty two teams in the league making it. I mean, we already have in the NBA and the NHL where half the league makes the playoffs. Over half the league, right? There's thirty teams, right? So it's it's you know. The playoffs should be almost like a, you know, like sacrimonious where you're, I don't know if that's the right word, where like you have to earn it to get in. Just because you're adding another team in there doesn't make it good. More football isn't always better. And I know that's contradicting to what I'm saying about the 17 weeks, but still that's a regular season where another team could be able to jump into the playoffs there possibly. Um, but adding a seventh team that could be a nine and seven team or an eight and eight team. I know they, I think I heard, um, the last 20 years, I've got the number. You got the number on how many eight and eight teams would eight, have actually made eight it. Eight were eight and eight. Seven were 10 and six. There was one 11 and five. And then there was one that was eight, seven and one and one that was nine, six and one. So never has there been a team that's been below 500 make the play. And that's fine. But the eight and eight and the nine, seven and one or nine, six and one or whatever, those teams don't deserve to make the playoffs. I mean, would you agree? Do you think a team that wins half of their games should have a chance to hoist I would say the nine, Lombardi six, Trophy? Nine, six, and one is a chance. Well, because I mean, I get—I don't know. I feel like that—I feel like you have to hit t- double digits and wins. For, he did for leave out like nine and seven teams. Yeah. So I guess no nine and seventeen made it. Hmm. Um, which is weird. because uh, I thought more nine and sevens would make it over eight and eights. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, no, I think, but I mean, those eight and eights, I'm sure if they make it, if they're making it there, they would have been division winners, right? Or is this wild card? No, this too? is, this is the wild. There would be, no, it'd be the wild. Oh, hold on. Eight, uh, 
18 of those teams were um sorry, 18 were 9 and 7 that okay. made the playoffs. And then the of the other so 36 teams, so you did the 36. Half of them were 9 and 7. Mm-hmm. And then of the other 18, those are the those ones that the made ones. it. 8 okay. 8 were 8 and 8, one was 8 7 and 1, one was 9 6 and 1. 10 were or 7 were 10 and 6 and then one was 11 and 5. So so half were only 8 out of the 36 were 500. Okay, but and still, I mean, I, I just don't, I just don't feel like if you're that close that you should have a chance. That, but like, then, that what cl- about the division winners that are eight and eight? I mean, you well, win you your still, division, but that's the same. Like you're never, I don't think you're ever gonna have a team under 500 in the wild card because there's other good teams around, right? In there, and usually the teams, the teams that are eight and eight, uh, are fighting for the division. They're not fighting for a wild card usually, right? I mean, if I, I think if they're gonna do that, they should just go to kind of the NBA model where it's just the top eight teams or the top seven teams from each from the NFC, top seven teams from the AFC, regardless of division winners, should go. And they just make it eight teams? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they want to do that. Um, no, no, no. You keep it seven, and then just the top top two seeds, same thing, but you just make it the top seven teams. No. So what do you th- – so, but if it's you still have to have a buy, I guess. Or are you saying no yeah, buy? Yeah, yeah. The top two, the top one seeds from each conference get a buy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm just confused if you're saying do the NBA thing where you keep it the same, or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. So where you just take the top seven teams and rank them one through seven, regardless of division winner or whatever. You just have your your oh, okay, uh, okay, top okay. seven teams based on record. Okay, okay. And then the top ones from each one have a buy, and then you okay. play, you know play it out from there. Yeah, I still think that would kind of be the same. Is depending what the division winner is, but okay, I, I get what you're I get what you're saying now. But still, in the NBA, a division winner has to be like the number, the top four seed. Top I four seed, yeah. So they have to have at least home. You get at least home field if you win the division. So it's so it's kind of saying the same thing that the um that the uh, that you're doing with the division winner. You're you're still going to be uh, a top four seed. But I look, they push back the uh, franchise tag date because I think they're trying to get they're trying to get this done. The players' association, um, like, called the bluff on the owners, saying the owners aren't going to negotiate anything more. This is their deal. Whatever, I'm not buying that. So they said, "All right, we voted no on it," and I think they're meeting tomorrow or something. So this will be interesting to follow. I haven't really heard. I don't think the players are for 17 games. I think they're. Yeah, I think they're against it. Um, and I, yeah, I no. think they'll be okay with it if they add the extra paycheck. Well, yeah, for sure. Like Aaron Rodgers is not saying no. To, is not saying yes. To this. <laughs> yeah. Like you're you're telling me I'm splitting my 16 and 17 week game check. Right. No nope. chance. Do you think Mahomes, as he's going to sign his new contract, is saying that Dak, who's going to sign his new contract, is going to say yes to that? No way. Uh, no way. So all right, we'll continue to talk about that next week. We get another Dak. There's a lot of stuff about him. Taking a hometown discount. So we can get into that next week when uh, we'll be on. Moving on, uh, the Rangers. And I do want to talk about the Astros thing again because labor. I, th- I think the players, uh, I've been reading a lot. Jeff Passan, he's great. We'll get to that in a second. He's hits the nail on the head, I think, with the uh, labor unions. I think the players need to look into some labor laws or look within themselves. But the Rangers... I saw their preseason or their uh, win total. It's like seventy-five. I think that is low. I think that's very low because I think the pitching they added. Now I'm not some of the guys they added, like Jordan Lyles and Kyle Gibson. I think those guys can turn into uh, adding practice pitchers. Right. Kluber is the big question mark. I think for the team, 
because he only pitched like I think he had eight starts last year. He's coming off a broken forearm. He was getting worn down. He was through a lot of innings in 2016, 2017, uh, and 2018. And so he's theoretically fresh because he didn't pitch a lot. He didn't pitch since uh, May last year. And so he's an interesting pickup. Uh, you got to think Miner and Lynn are going to regress just a touch because they were two of the best pitchers in the league last year. But, uh, look, I think the rotation can be fine. And I think that's kind of low. There's, they still, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Now, they still could make some moves here, but they needed to address the third base situation. And sitting there, Arenado, Chris Bryant was dangled. They could have signed Donaldson. Uh, who was the other third baseman? There? Oh, Rendon. They were trying hard for Rendon, but they lowballed him pretty bad. Uh, they, they're going to the ballpark. Look, they're running ads for the ballpark. Everything's about air conditioning, air conditioning, air conditioning. There's only the fact. I get it. Air conditioning is very nice for a baseball game. And a pluckers. Yeah, well, they're not even advertising they're having a pluckers, I think. On the commercials, are they? Uh, no, nah, not on the commercials, okay, yeah. no. So not on the commercials. But there comes to a point people are going to have to show up to watch the game. Like, right. you're going to say, ah, oh, I'm going to sit in air conditioning. Guess what? I don't have to spend $20 on parking. I don't have to spend $10 on beer or $10 on some claws out there. I could get a six-pack for cheaper than that and sit in my own air conditioning and watch the game. Right. So... They need some. They need to be good soon. Well, they went and signed Todd Frazier, the Todd father. Okay. Who's about five or six years past his prime. He's a stopgap, but I'm saying well, you need a big time impact move. Well, I just see. I I I think they're still in this holding pattern of are we going to be good or where are we at with our young talent? Um, so I think I think he's going to be this. That this is just going to be the case for the next year or two. Um, you know, they got Kluver. I think after they see what they have with him this year, then maybe they can kind of start going after some of these guys. I think they want to get out of the Andrews contract sooner rather than later. Even though he did have a great year last year, uh, we'll see what uh, Rugi can do. Runen Ordur. I mean, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat last year. So I mean, he, there's only really one way he, uh, for him to go, and that's up. Um, they got rid of Mazzara, who was one of their. I thought was going to be one of their. You know key cornerstone pieces for the next couple of years after his rookie and sophomore year he really regressed quite a bit so yeah he hit that plateau so we'll see how uh how this roster shakes out i do think what'd you say there was 70 for them i think no they were like 75 75 76. i think they can get up to 80 83 um if the pitching's good if mike minor lance lynn come out like they did last year like i said i do agree i think if anybody lance lynn of the two will probably regress a lot more i think mike minor still could probably you know kind of match what he did last year or at least come close to it um but i think a lot of it rides on on that uh kluber sign or kluber trade of him being the ace of the staff and just kind of see what they have going forward i mean guzman's been a great piece for them over at first base um we'll see what willie calhoun he actually played a lot better last year than i thought he was going to be at all after that darvis trade so if he can kind of keep playing well too i think robinson trino's coming back behind the plate that's finally a guy that they can rely on behind the plate and be there be back there probably 100 120 games barring any injury and that's a good cornerstone piece that they uh will need for this season now going forward we'll see because he's already a guy that's getting a little bit older but uh you know i think it's just kind of in this this meddling area here for the rangers and that's kind of just gonna gonna be what it's going to be what it's uh, what it is for the next couple seasons. Yeah, but I think that well, even if they would have signed Castellanos, he signed like a four year deal, but it turned into like a one year deal yeah. with an opt out. Like that would have been a guy. Yeah, he signed for a lot less than I thought he would. Um, he was a guy that they could have signed, and it sounded like they were the front runner for. Don't get why they didn't sign him, but you have to like there could be a window 
like the AL West, I think there's question marks, especially with the Astros this year. Mm. Like we still think they're good, but how good are they if they're not cheating? Like we, do, I don't right. think anyone really knows for sure. Um, and I think the A's are really good. The Angels got better. They still can't pitch. They're gonna hit a lot. Um, like they took your number one free agent target. So I just, I just feel like there's. You you got this kind of thing where you can hey maybe and you look you don't have to win the division too you could go for the second wild card there's always teams that kind of make a move for the second wild card or come up from year to year that's why I just I was disappointed in in the lack of I guess in the field of play they didn't make any moves like they they pitching staff they shirted it up like I said mm-hmm. but the biggest need was third baseman and they struck out on pretty much everybody and like Nick Solak where is he going to play I think he can be a nice piece. He could play third, center field. I mean, Danny Santana, he's got to come back to earth. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, like, there's the, whatever yeah. he did last year. We might need to – maybe he was getting <laughs> maybe a buzz getting the buzzer. Year. Holy smokes. <laughs> what he was doing last year was incredible. And, like, I under, I like I like Torino's coming back, but he was with the Astros last year. Right. Like, you, who knows? And he was hitting by. I think he had a career high in home runs last year. Who knows what they had cooked up there. Uh, cooked up there so. He could have just been on the juice, you know, not nothing too bad. Uh, yeah, well, no, compared to science, well, he could have been sign stealing and on the juice, the double whammy. Yeah. What is that? Oof. He's Torino's is 35. Yeah, he's, he's old. up there. He yeah, is up there. Catcher, I mean, he's old. Yeah, no, he is old. Um, last year, yeah, career. Well, not career high. He only had 17 home runs. He's like a 17 home run guy because the year before that he had 18. Okay, maybe he wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, the only thing what his average went up like 16 points. So. I don't. You can't really say science ceiling was up I mean, that sixteen much. points. Is, that's, a, that's but a, it was down from two fifty five in twenty seventeen. Okay. So overall trend for Torinos is heading down, uh, going it's down. Not, the, this was not a resurgence. Uh, it seemed like though every time he was played the Rangers, it seemed like every time he was up, he was hitting a home run. Yeah, right against the Rangers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I saw they've. Uh, so the spring training's on. They they played the first game on uh, Thursday. Friday they played it on Friday. Oh, it was Friday. Oh uh, yeah, they got rained out yesterday. There was rain in uh in the Phoenix area, so they got rained out. So we'll continue to talk about them as they go. But look, maybe they trade for Arenado. But what do they ha- what do they, what do they have to trade? I just well, they could take on money, a lot of money. You would think Colorado would want to get off off a lot of money, and yeah, you could I give mean, them Solak, bunch of pitching prospects. They're um, they're I don't know they're from. Them trying to make their runs in the early aughts and you know they're depleted. The, their their minor league is very very depleted. Their farm system is very depleted. So I just don't know if they have any firepower to go after some of these big guys in a trade. Things like Kobe Allard, he's a young prospect they could get out of. Um, you might you know what you might have to part with Willie Calhoun. Yeah. Uh, um, or like one of the like something like that. You I think they would be happy to part with Willie Calhoun for a guy like Nolan Arenado. Well, yeah, but I'm saying what do they have to offer? I think Willie Calhoun's going to be a good. You put him in. Coors Field too, and he can hit. He can mash. Yeah. Now maybe. he can't defend to save his life, but he can mash. I'm just saying. I think they could. You throw enough at the wall and say, "Hey, we're gonna take on 85 percent of the contract, which is like a 200 and what 40 million dollar deal. It's a lot. That's a big financial investment. I, I think, think that's that, what the Rockies are trying to get out of. Yeah. Um. So that's that's what they could uh, help out. Uh, there are right, so the Astros. They um. They're stealing signs in spring training. <laughs> they are stealing signs in spring training. On literally the first game, a guy brings a sign that says the Houston and an asterisk on it. Shows that he's sitting right behind the uh, Astros dugout. 
after the national anthem plays, the players are walking off the field, puts it up, so they see it. And there was another sign, too. I don't know what it said. I don't know what it said. I think it was something along the lines. Along those lines, yes. It got taken away. And then there was also a trash can lid on the Nationals' dugout on the top of on the roof of the dugout. And they said that it hasn't been the, – the reporter said, I assume this is for it to be banged when the Astros <laughs> are hitting. It has not been banged yet. And I did not see another tweet saying it was banged. Well, there was a guy, uh, like when the Astros, the first spring, the first day of spring training or on-field practices, there's a guy sitting out there banging a trash well, can. Well, then he ran away. Right. I, yeah, yeah. No, that was very funny. So that's going on. Uh, they are getting death threats, with it, which is excessive. That's very much so. Um, so let's – Let's call. Let's cool it here, yeah. okay? Look, look. No one's feeling sorry for them, but like Josh Reddick said, people are saying his kids get cancer. That's a little. Yeah, it's heavy. That's, that's excessive. That's, that's, that's excessive. You may you, you can wish that on Josh Reddick, but don't wish that on his <laughs> yeah. kids. I mean, if you're going to wish cancer on somebody, do it on the adult, not the kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So look, obviously people are taking it too far. Um, the kid already has to live with the fact that his dad's a cheater and no good <laughs> at baseball. Now he's got to get cancer too. I mean. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Reddick was one of the guys that said he wasn't taking stealing signs. I don't believe that for a second. They, cause, I mean, we I, looked at the percentages. He was right, very, he was low. very he was low. Very, very, very low. Very low. Very low. Uh, like, look, the guys we need to force the anger to: Marwin Gonzalez, Springer, Correa, Bregman. Yeah, because even Altuve's was a little bit. Altuve low. was two point eight. Yeah, and Correa, Bregman, Springer, Gonzalez, Beltron were at like sixteen point eight percent. Okay. Those are the guys. Let's force the anger towards them. Especially Correa after the way he came after Cole, uh, Bellinger, Cody Bellinger. Yeah. yeah. Well, even Altuve, too. Look, you can come after him. He's the leader. Right. You're going to tell me you're the leader of the team and you're going to let Carlos Beltran walk all over you as a leader? Come on, buddy. Let's have. I know you're small, but you should <laughs> command a presence in the clubhouse. Yeah. It's like uh, the, uh, you know, from Major League. You have no mobbles. You have yes. no mobbles. Yeah. So the thing I want to talk about is the players are outraged. Uh, but and they're like not happy. Manfred hasn't done anything. But since he gave Manfred gave them immunity, he can't suspend them, right? Because the NFL or the NFL, the MLBPA is going to appeal, and they're going to win the appeal of the suspension because you gave them immunity. Now the thing I do wonder is if enough players like speak out to the union president and say, "No, you know what? We want punishment for the players." Cuz even if there was punishment for the players, they would still appeal it cuz that's what the union right. does. Like if there's enough um anger in your union, will the president say, "You know what? Well, we won't do this. Like we're supposed to protect all the players. Well, if 90% of the players are mad, we're going to protect this 10%." Um I don't really know, but I think the players like I think they're confusing what is going on when because their union is one of the reasons why they didn't get suspended just because it would get appealed if they suspended them with immunity. And I like the labor laws just based on what the union does, I think are like the players are not understanding that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's not, it's not really Manfred's call on whether he can or should suspend. I mean, you know, like, well, he, he could have not given him immunity. Right, true. And would well, they have talked? Well, that's the thing, too. They wouldn't have cooperated with the investigation. Well, I, I had heard that um, as soon as this whole thing broke out and there was going to be an investigation, Tony Clark, the MLB uh, Players Association president, went to Rob Manfred um, and was like, you're, you're not touching my guys. Like, they can't – you're not doing anything yeah. to them. And Rob Manfred was like – Okay, and which is wild to me, but but it's the strongest it, union in the states, right? So you're exactly, not and the only way that this investigation was going to go through was 
to have the players talk. You know what I mean? There, that was, that's literally the only way it was going to happen. I actually met Tony Clark in a uh, uh, movie theater line waiting to buy tickets in Arizona when he was playing oh, with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Nice. Gave him the old, hey, are you guys waiting in line? Because they were kind of looking up at the box box office. And he's like, no, no, man, go right ahead. Said, Too Thanks. bad you couldn't say, hey, in 2020, there's <laughs> going to be this big sign ceiling <laughs> scandal. Let the players get suspended. If only. If only I could have. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that th- that's the only way this investigation. It's not like the Mitchell Report or some of these others where, you know, there was still going to be an investigation to be had without the players. This the, the Literally, the only way that Rob Manfred was going to get or MLB was going to get any information on this was to talk to the players. And they're not going to incriminate themselves. So if they are able to hide behind the wall of immunity, then they're going to do it. They're going to be able to talk without any issue. And unfortunately, Cora, Beltron, and and a couple other guys are the ones, you know, A.J. Hinch are the oh, ones that have to follow the story. Yeah, they're not there. unfortunately, but that it's unfortunately unfortunate that they're the only ones, you know what yes. I mean, um, that, uh, that the players who actually executed it and were a part of it aren't getting any punishment at all. Yes, no, for sure. And I, I feel like on the list of people punished, it goes like Beltron, Cora, then Hinch. Yeah. Like agree. Hinch is... And the and the GM who was the GM at the time that just got no, fired too. No 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 no. You think he, he? Oh yeah, he knew. He told the guy, "Let's do the code breaker thing." Oh really? With the Excel thing, and then Beltron saw what they were doing. He goes, "You need to do this faster. Other teams are doing it better." Probably the Yankees because that's where he was at the four years ahead of time. I mean, he's been at other places too. Carlos Beltran's played for a ton of teams. So <laughs> no, there's really but no I'm telling. saying before he goes, other teams are doing this. They're doing it faster than you are. We need this faster. So they took that computer down and moved it downstairs. The whole code breaker thing because Leno said, "Hey, do that." And they, and if they would the code breaker thing, which was they're putting in an Excel spreadsheet, the signs, and then putting in the algorithm to figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. If they were just doing that and then not using it for live games, they would have been fine. Right. That's not that was fine. They could have figured it out for pre, for future use because other teams were doing that. Um, I think that's what the Yankees got caught with the Red Sox thing, their thing in 2017 when they still got fined or whatever. Because when the Red Sox had the Apple Watch thing, right. the Yankees got punished as well. And then they said to stop, and I guess they stopped after that. So I think what I read is they were in that. Okay. That they were kind of using it live, but not like they're just trying to figure out or whatever. That's what I read. Yeah, I think about no, that. Yeah, I think they were they were trying to figure it out, and then guys would be able to go in the dugout and kind of know from that. Yeah, they and then they give it to the second base. Right, yes. yeah, they weren't relaying it. Real time, yes. Like kind of like you know what the, the Astros are right. That's what the Red Sox did this time around. There's no trash can. That's what they did this time around. So we'll see their reports come out. But um, yeah, I just don't understand how the union is gonna uh figure uh this out there. All right, half hour. Do you want to touch on anything else, or do you uh, want to touch on anything more on the Astros? No, no. I mean, it's. I, th- I think it's at this point we're just kind of beating a dead horse. You know, everyone's everyone's wanting and wishing things that aren't going to happen. Everyone thinks that this and that should happen, and it, it's just not going to. You know, at this point, it's pretty much dead. The only thing we have to look forward to now is hopefully the Astros just going up to the plate and absolutely whiffing, or you know, not. And and see, I don't see that happening either. It's it's kind of sucks because. Correa, Bregman, Altuve, Springer, those guys are all good. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason that these guys uh, were in the big leagues to begin with. And then once Beltran came over, then it just kind of amplified it. But, I mean, Correa was a number one overall pick. Bregman was a high pick. Springer was a high pick. I think he was close to the top five. Um, so, I mean, all these these guys are good baseball players. So, I, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to come out and just absolutely crap the bed. Um, you know, I'm sure that's what everyone hopes and everyone wants. But, uh, you know, their pitching is suspect. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Now that yeah, now that they don't have Cole anymore. Verlander, we'll see. You know how he does. Um, uh, who else? They still got McCullers. So you oh, he's know, coming back. What's that? He's coming back. Right. Yeah. 
So, you know, it'll it'll be it's yet to be seen how well they do, but obviously I'm one. I don't know about how, you know, if you're rooting against them and of hoping course, that they of course. hoping that they, you know, don't return to form or or miss the playoffs. So, we'll see, but at this point, it's just beating a dead horse and nothing else is going to be is going to come of this. I mean, now it makes for me like just justified why the Indians played so bad in the 2018 divisional series against them cuz literally every pitch they saw was like the same thing. The Indians would get up like one nothing, fifth inning comes around. They knew what was coming. Yeah. Like it like watching that series like they know what is coming and the players even said after that. Uh, they know it was coming. I, and I don't think they're going to get bean in the spring in spring training. They're not wasting bean balls on yeah. them in spring training. Oh, that's the other thing. So 83 and a half. You think that's going over? Yes, I because so they, they're just not every pitch they get hit is going to be intentional. Right. Like there's going to just be the the errant fastball right. or the hanging or the curve, curve that, yeah. yeah, that doesn't break. Like there's errant pitches that are going to get hit that, that they're going to get hit. So I think it's like I think then they go over last year. They got hit more last year. Yeah, I think they got like I think 85. But it, yeah, 85, 86. Something. So if that was just last year. I think. Over, yeah, that over, might be double that over, over, over. Uh, over on that one. Um, all right. Uh, do you have anything else you want to touch on? Uh, no. Did you watch any XFL this weekend? I watched a little Renegades. Yeah. Um, Finally got to see the double pass work. Well, well, I must have missed that. Yeah, Landry Jones threw it, got deflected right back in his oh, face. I he caught it. Replay <laughs> of that. He I saw it. the replay of that. I did. Uh, the defenders were getting smacked when I left, by the way. Okay, I saw the beginning of that. It was 27 um, 0. Cardell was not happy. I a great saw game. his interception. That was a tough one. That yeah. was bad. Um, yeah, no, that was all the XFL. A little of the Dallas game. Um, I was locked in on the golf this weekend. It was a good tournament in Mexico. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't. Did you watch the fight last night? I did watch the fight. Um, I was uh, I I sprinkled some money on Tyson Fury just because his odds were so high. Um, but I thought Wilder was going to win, and that was not the case. Uh, Tyson Fury just absolutely – it wasn't even, like, picked him apart. He just went right through him. Well, he couldn't stand because his ear was bleeding. <laughs> yeah. You, that was very uh, imminent early on that his balance was off when his eardrum was bleeding. When his brains are leaking uh, out of his head. I honestly didn't really care who won. I didn't know really any – I just knew they were big heavyweights. Yeah. Um, it was very funny, though. The one guy came over to watch it. We streamed it illegally. Did you pay for it? Uh, yeah, I split it with uh, with our neighbors down the road. Okay, yeah, no. Buff streams, go for it. Yeah. It works pretty good. That's what usually what I use for uh, the red zone. Okay, yeah. So we did that. He's like, he's he's like, I want Fury to win. And there were a couple of us over. We were like, yeah, we don't really care. We just want to see a knockout or a good fight. And then, like, four rounds in, he was like, oh, I don't really care who wins now. <laughs> As Fury, he is literally standing up shadow boxing like the tv when tyson fury's in the <laughs> ring or whatever like he's kind of getting up he's doing like doing the little head and the shoulder movement and i was like is anyone I'm like i didn't say anything. i didn't call him out on it but i looked at someone I'm like are you did the old like point are you, are you watching this? are you watching this and they were like then they started looking and he was well this one give him a right <laughs> the guy's six 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 or whatever yeah this is the tall guy but i thought that was like i was like dude you're rooting for Fury. We could all see it. I don't think anyone's like a big Wilder fan. Right. Like, no one knows that. No one's got any any skins in the game here or whatever. But that was like I was. That was entertainment for I, itself. Yes, it was hilarious. And I was like, I gotta watch fight here. I gotta watch a fight. Uh, Fury was giving a lot of headlocks though. Yeah. Like he was headlocking him a lot. Not that it really mattered. I don't think he was really gonna win. Uh, last thing before uh, we stop, did you watch uh, the Shore thing, uh, Darby this morning? 
No. Arsenal Everton. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I did not watch it. Um, I followed along on my uh, on my phone. Rip roaring start for Everton. I mean, forty it's, seconds in. I almost sent you text. Almost <laughs> did, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna hold off because I know, because I know. And uh, then uh, slowly but surely, the uh, life was sucked out of Everton and. Uh, Arsenal came out on top. It should have been a draw. I will say watching it, the last uh, 20 minutes, so this was Arsenal's third game in the week, so the legs were heavy. Right. The last 20 minutes, Everton was the much better team and probably should have got an equalizer. But did you, you – I don't know if you knew this, but since Ancelotti's been appointed, Everton's second most points in the league. Yeah, they've been like, cooking. They've been like really the, good since he's been in there. Yeah, they, they just waited a little too long for it to get him in. But, yeah, they've been cooking ever since they made yeah. the uh, the switch there. So, you know, maybe we have something to be on the lookout for yeah, I know. next uh, year. Uh, Calvert-Lewin, he's, a, he's, he's good. Uh, the two goals, though. Uh, studs a little high for me. I think we could have, I think we could have, the referee could have, uh, one of the goal, the second goal, the goalie, it was like right inside the box and it's like a deflection ball and the Everton guy sticks his leg up like shoulder high and the Arsenal goalie's like running for it and sees the boot like up there with the studs like right at his face right. and like kind of backs off and it goes under his legs and then some fans after the game were like, you're a goalie. You know you're taking a boot to the head. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I want to see you out there, buddy. Right. And take a take a full speed right into the spikes. Yeah, take some spikes right to the dome. Okay. I'm like, he made some great saves later on. Cut the guy some slack here. But uh, yeah, no, it was a it was a great game for a neutral three to two. Uh, it was uh, an exciting time. All right, so that's gonna do it um, right here for this podcast. That hopefully we're on the air next week. Yeah, well, I guess what kind of. Keep everybody updated yes. as we get updated. Yeah, we'll we'll see. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you uh, next Sunday.